Blog Talk Radio. Does anybody want the Lord to make him over? Just begin to celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah.
uh, just because somebody wants to call in and talk about their business, you must go through proper channels to be interviewed on the uh, on the shows on Wednesday afternoon, um, Wednesday mornings. I'm sorry. So that is uh, again uh, a word from God. dot web. dot com. Go to our advertising, our ad and advertising cost page, and you will see all the information, the cost and everything you would need to be on the show to uh, talk about your business. And then I'm going to ask you today, uh, after the show, that you will go to my show page, which you uh, tune into when you first come on to uh, to get onto the radio. Um, I would ask that you would go to my show page. I would ask that you would push the follow button. If this is a show that you um, feel like you want to follow, uh, we do try to give you great word as well as, as natural things as well. Uh, we would ask that you go to uh, blogtalkradio.com slash a word from God. That takes you to my show page. And I would ask that you would visit all of our links, all of our blogs, and any other websites that we may have. And uh, I would ask you to... Uh, Please visit the blog that says Blood Pressure Awareness. There is a lot of great information on that uh, blog, uh, a lot of information about health, about uh, high blood pressure, about diabetes, about eating right, and also about exercising. A lot of times you don't need all of the medication if all you do is just change your lifestyle, change your eating habits. And also, I want to let you know that on Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, um, that you would listen to a show called Business is Health. And that can be found at blogtalkradio.com slash business is health. Uh, God has really been blessing uh, the radio broadcast, and he has um, been dealing with me about doing some different things on the radio because there's so many different people that do tune in to listen. Our main focus will always be on the Word of God. That is why we named this uh, broadcast A Word from God, because we want you to know uh, that there's We can do nothing in life without first going and talking with God and finding out all the answers that we might need so that he can direct us in the right ways that we should go. And not only is God involved in your spiritual life, uh, not only is God involved in your uh, physical life as far as your health, and uh, your well-being and all that concern. But God is also uh, involved in your natural life, the things that you do every day, Uh, whether you're a mom and you're taking care of your children, uh, you're a dad and you're you're taking care of your your family, you're a school teacher, you may be a pastor, you may be a principal, you may be a doctor, you may be a lawyer, you may be like me, and work in the retail industry. You may be a construction worker. You may take care of lawns. Maybe you're just 
uh, you do babysitting, whatever it is that you do, God is concerned about that. And there are so many of you in this time, during this period in our life, especially with all of the things that we're going through economically, uh, there are so many of you that don't really know which way to turn right now. You you have an idea, uh, or maybe you don't have an idea, but, but you know that there's something different that you want to do. Well, first of all, if you don't have an idea, I, I would tell you your first thing to do is to fall on your knees and pray and ask God, you know, tell the Lord, you know, God, I, I got this, I have this longing on the inside of me. There's something I want to do. There's something that I need uh, to happen uh, in my in my life. I, I need I need a change. Uh, there is a burning in me, but I don't know what I can do. Can you reveal to me that which you have for me? And so. But and those of you that do have a dream, that do have an idea, that this dream has been with you ever since maybe even childhood, but you don't know how to get started. Once again, you too, you go to God, you seek the Word, uh, you seek other counsel, people that uh, you might know that can be a blessing to you that you can sit down and talk to, like your your pastor or a very close friend or your husband or wife, or your mom, or your dad, whoever is a a strong confidant to you. But no matter who we go to, we must always go to God because he is the ultimate counselor. He is the ultimate uh, uh, confidant. He knows everything about us. And God can begin to drop things in your spirit for those of you that don't know what you want to do. He can drop things in your spirit. For those of you that do know what you want to do, God can drop things in your spirit on how to enhance that, Uh, maybe where you need to go for education or whatever it is that you might need. But your first thing that we always do, your first source is always God first. And then he will lead you in the direction uh, of everything else, of where you should go, what you might need to do, what school you might need to attend, whatever it is, or just to step out in faith and just to trust him that he's going to do everything for you that you need him to do. So today we are going to talk about how to start a business. And we're going to basically talk today about uh, becoming an entrepreneur you know uh, what do you what do you need to do to uh, uh, be that entrepreneur, that successful entrepreneur? Um, I looked up the word entrepreneur, and it says someone who organizes a business venture and assumes the risk for the business or for the enterprise. And I want you to turn to Exodus uh, 35 and 35. And Exodus 35 and 35 says this, He has filled them with 
skill to do all kinds of work as craftsmen, designers, embroiderers in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and fine linen and weavers, all of them master craftsmen and designers. What is it that God has placed within you? As an entrepreneur, what is your dream? What is your hope? What is your desire? There's something on the inside of you that's crying to get out. And what is that? What are you good at? Uh, Are you good with your hands? Uh, Are you good with your mind? Are you good with design? What are you good with? Do you have a fashion sense? Uh, Are you good with children? Do you like helping people? Do you like to shop? Do you like to uh, drive? What is it that you enjoy doing that you can turn into a money maker for yourself and for your family? The scripture talks about leaving an inheritance for your children's children. Can you do something that is going to elevate your family to a point in life that after you leave from here and you go on to your reward, that your family will still be blessed, that you will train your children to take over your business so that not only will your children be blessed, but your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren will be blessed. So what kind of skill, what has God put in you that you can do to go out and be a blessing, uh, not only to your family, but to others as well? Well, my first question to you is, why do you want to be an entrepreneur? Why do you want to have your own business? Uh What is it that's motivating you to want to go into business for yourself or to be um, an entrepreneur? One of the first reasons that most people say that they want to go into business for themselves is because they hate their job. They hate what they have to do at their job. They don't like being there. They they feel like they're being stifled. They feel like they're in a box, and they just don't want to be there anymore. And um, um, another reason why a lot of people say that they want to um, have their own business is because for some people it's been a lifelong dream to own their own business, to do it, uh, they they have an idea, they have a, a a business venture that they want to get started, and they're just waiting on the right timing to get out there and do what it is that they want to do. Now, I can attest to the first one because I've been in situations where I've hated my job, and I've had some jobs that... Um, I just never wanted to ever go back into, nor will I ever go back into. I remember uh, 
working for a company one time, and um, the manager just up one day and quit. She did not uh, tell anybody she was quitting. Uh, She just did not show up. And I called her. I was the assistant manager. Uh, I called her and called her, and she would not return the call. Uh, My district manager called her and called her, and um, she would not return his phone call. And he called me. He told me, he said, well, he said, this is job abandonment, but I'm going to leave her job open for her for a week just to see if she'll come back, you know. And so while she never did show back up, she did come in, she uh, got all of her belongings, and then she uh, she left. And uh, he still held the job open for her uh, until after a week. Well, I took over that position. I was not promoted to um, manager. I was still uh, an assistant manager, but I was doing her job and my job. And to make a long story short, they decided to hire another uh, manager for the store. And my uh, my district manager told me I was doing a great job and blah, 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 you know. But he brought in a new manager. And then a week and a half later, they let me go. He um, he told me that uh, they needed to downsize. I mean, I couldn't understand why you're downsizing because there's only two people that work in the store. But um, it was a, a payday, uh, payday, one of those payday loan companies that I worked for, and, and I really did not actually enjoy being there in the first place. And uh, so they let me go. And I went home and I just cried like a baby. My feelings were hurt. You know, I just couldn't understand why did this happen to me. I I don't understand this, Lord. And uh, at the time, uh, I was not married, but I was uh, seeing a gentleman who is now my husband. And um, he came to my apartment. And because he had called the office where I was working, and they told him what had happened. And he came to my apartment, and I was just crying and boo-hooing, and he said, uh, go change your clothes. I'm going to take you out to dinner to celebrate. And I'm like, celebrate? He said, yeah. He said, he said just because this door has closed, it does not mean that another door will not open. He told me, he said, you've been talking for a long time about starting your own business. He said, now you have the opportunity to start. And so through that particular incident, I started my own clothing business called Lady Be Lovely Fashions. And so far, things are going pretty well for me. I'm I'm. I'm adding some new things. I'm looking to the future to do even bigger and better things. But I walked into my own destiny. I had been dreaming for years to become my own boss, to have my own business. And now it has come to pass. 
Why? Because somebody had the foresight to let me go so that I would not continue on in that in 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 the area that I was going. Well, about a month later, uh someone called me back from my old job. Actually, my district manager called me and told me that he wanted me back and he wanted to put me into another store. And I was like I I start I thought about it and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll get a paycheck again and you know, because starting your own business isn't easy." And I said, well, I, at least I'll have the money. You know, I can buy product and so on and so forth. But in my spirit, I didn't feel right about this. So I went to church that Sunday, and, and I, it was just bothering me. It was just bothering me. And when I went to church that Sunday, my bishop stood up, and he was preaching about dreams and visions. You know, your lifelong goals, your lifelong dreams, things that you've envisioned in your spirit, in your mind. And then he said the one sentence that I needed to hear. And he said, how long are you going to be the employee and not the employer? And when I got home, I called the district manager and the store manager uh, of where I was going to go work, and I just graciously uh, re, uh, declined their job offer. Now, since then, I have had other jobs, and I still run my business on a part-time level. But as of March the 9th, I believe it was, of this year, I turned in my res- resignation where I do work at right now. And as of March 31st of this year, I will be full-time in my own business, and I'm just trusting God that everything he told me, that he's going to bring it to pass. So I just wanted to share that little short testimony with you of how I went into business for myself. Uh, And I asked you a little bit earlier, why do you want to be an entrepreneur? Is it because you hate your job, or is it a lifelong dream? Is it because you want to be your own boss? Is it because you don't want anyone else telling you what to do, how much you're worth, when you have to come to work, when you have to go uh, go home? No, you can't take vacation during this time period. No, this is a blackout time. Uh, no, you, yeah, you do have to work mandatory uh, overtime hours. Yes, you do have to work on weekends. Uh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Um, but in being your own business, many of us, are we still have that employee mentality even when we start our own business. You know, we're used to somebody telling us what to do, when to do it, and how to do it and how long to do it. But when you start your own business, first of all, the first thing you have to do is learn how to motivate yourself and begin to speak those same things to yourself, telling yourself, okay, you got to set a schedule for yourself. Okay, this is the time you're going to get up. This is going to be the time that you put in for prayer and, and Bible study. This is the time that you're going to work. And if you're working from home, you have to make sure that you have a quiet area. 
You have to make sure that you don't have your TV on, that there are no distractions, and you spend that whole allotted time that you said you are going to spend to do your your work uh, or to do your business. You have got to follow that schedule to the T because this is going to make or break you. You cannot have any distractions. Just like on a regular job, how you can't have distractions, you cannot have any distractions. You have to, you have to make sure that uh, you keep yourself um, on that schedule. And then um, sometimes in having your own business, you're going to have to put in more time than you would on a regular uh, job. Um, When you first start, you may have to do everything in your business. That means you're going to be there from sunup to sundown, depending on the type of business you have. And you may ha- you may be the only one there sometime until you can hire an employee. So do you think right now that running a business for yourself, do you think that that's going to be easy for you? Let's look at Proverbs um, 14.23. It says, in all labor, there is profit. When you're working, there is profit that's going to come to you. But when you are merely talking about something, it leads only to poverty, to poverty. Now, many of you are, you know, you have a great idea and and you're talking about things, but that's all you've done. You've just talked about it. You've just talked about it but you've not done anything to change anything. So the Bible says that when you put the labor in, you're going to profit from your labor. But when you're just sitting there talking about it, all it's going to be is you're not going to make anything. It's just going to be pure um, nothing. You're not going to have anything. So from just what I've said so far, do you feel like you have what it takes to uh, be an entrepreneur? Is Do you still feel that running your own business is going to be easy? Because everybody in your family, your immediate family, your wife, your husband, your children, your dog, whoever, whoever's living in that same house with you, they are all going to have to be on board with you because a big chunk Maybe, and especially if you are the lead breadwinner, that chunk is going to not be in the family, and that means that some of that hardship is going to be put on the other spouse. So, or, you know, they may want a little more of your attention, and you can't give it to them at that point because you you have to do, uh, you know, I've got to make sure that we're working this business. So you need to really get with your spouse, your children, and whoever else is involved, and you really need to sit down and you need to pray about it and you need to discuss it and you need to talk about it and then add everybody into the family, into this business so that it becomes a family business. Now, many of you, uh, number two, it says, what venture or business do you want to start? 
Because, you know, there are a lot of people out there that want to start a business, but they don't know what to do. They just know they want a business of their own. I've talked to so many people and said, yeah, I want my business, but I don't know. I asked them, I said, well, what is your passion? Because whatever it is that you're doing, it has to be your passion. Because if it's not your passion, you're not going to work at it. And eventually you'll just give it up. You know, I've been in all kinds of little uh, get-rich-quick businesses, you know, where they say you can make this this amount of money in this amount of time, and you have to go out and you have to recruit people, and you got to keep them motivated. Those businesses were never my passion because I never made it in any of those businesses. Now, some of you are good at that where you know how to go out and recruit and you know how to go out and motivate people and keep them uh, uh, motivated into doing this business. And for you, that is a good business. And you should stay in that business and maybe get a couple of more businesses like that to just even further uh, elevate your family in the income bracket. But for those of you that aren't good at those uh money market level type businesses, then you need to find something that you do well. For me, it was retail. I loved clothes. My mom instilled in me about dressing good, dressing for success, fashion. We always went shopping. I I learned how to put the right shoe with the right outfit, with the right hat, with the right purse. Uh, And and when I do it, I, I, I... Uh, When I dress my customers, I make them feel good about who they are. You know, I like for a woman to walk into my business, and and she may be feeling just as low as she can be, but when she walks out, she feels like a diva extraordinaire because I believe in bringing the diva out of a woman because we all have a little diva on the inside of us. And so in my business, I try to inject uh, 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 into into my customer uh, a a special feeling about herself, how gorgeous she may look. If she doesn't look good in a a particular outfit, I don't tell her that she looks good, but I don't tell her either, oh, that don't look good on you at all. I have a way. You know what? That's cute, but you know what? I think this color over here is going to be better on you because I think it will bring out the way your hair is. I love the you know the length of your hair. I think this outfit is going to go better with how you wear your hair. Oh well, or oh, these earrings are going to match this. You, you you have to know exactly what you're doing, but that's my passion. I enjoy doing that. But what is your passion? Um, some of you may want to start an e-business where you sell directly online, have an e-store. Some of you might be good at web design. You can start your own web design business where you can build websites for people. Some of you may be great cooks. My uh, daughter has a friend who um, just started just baking for people. And people enjoyed her baked goods so well. I mean, if, if you know how to bake or cook or something like that, and you're in an office, all you have to do is just bake some goodies. Wrap them up, put a brownie or a cupcake or a slice of cake or 
put a uh, uh, um, a little spaghetti and a salad on a plate and take it to your job and say, listen, uh, lunch is on me today or dessert is on me, and uh, and then have a little um, a price list at your desk or even a little price list uh, uh, connected to the uh, item that you're giving them and letting them know. This is how much I charge for a cake. This is how much I charge for a banana pudding. This is how much I charge for a peach cobbler. This is how much I charge to make scarves. Whatever it is that you do, you know, first of all, bless somebody with it. Be a blessing to someone. And then watch how people will come to you. You know what? I have a party next week. I love that red velvet cake. Can you make me one? How much is it? Or I'm going uh, to dinner at my mother-in-law's house. I don't have time to make a dessert. And you would be surprised. And that's how some caterers start their own catering business. You can be an event planner, plan events for companies and for weddings and and, and, uh, children's birthday parties and all kinds of little fun things. Or you can also buy into a franchise. Um, Ecclesiastes, um, what is it, 9 and 10 says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. What is it that you're good at? Well, then you say, well, you know, I don't do any of that stuff. Do you like pets? You can be a dog walker. Or, you know, what other, you know, do you like to shop? You could become a personal shopper. Do you like to drive? You can actually open open up a little slight taxi service, a little small taxi service, and uh, pick up senior citizens, take them on their doctor's appointments, take them uh, shopping, or take them, um, drop them off at, at somewhere where they can go and have dinner and then come back and pick them up, almost like a, a a a limo driver. You know, you can do you can do those kinds of things. Well, you don't have to have a whole lot of money to start something up. So find out in your mind, begin to search your you know search yourself and find out what is it that I like to do that I can actually make money off of. Do you? Uh, do you sew? Do you design clothes? Uh, are you good at uh, uh, designing logos for people? What are you good at? Are you an artist? What are you good at? Are you uh, are you good at reading? You can go uh, and uh, read to children. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. You just have to go in and search it out and find out what's good for you. Number three, is being an entrepreneur really for you? Is it just the fact that you want your own business because you don't want anybody else to tell you what to do? Or do you really have an entrepreneurial spirit? First of all, I would ask you, have you gone out and done any research? on anything that has to do with business 
or becoming an entrepreneur? Have you taken any quizzes on becoming an entrepreneur? Have you talked to other business owners, those who have succeeded, to find out, you know, what was it that you did? Because you always got to come up with new and fresh ideas because times change. Or, and also you need to talk to those who fail so that you don't make the exact same mistakes that they made. Uh, are you, this uh, number four, are you going to be starting from scratch? Are you going to try to do this business uh, with no money down at all? Uh, like I was saying earlier, if if you're a person that can cook, it doesn't take a whole lot of money to uh, start that. All it takes is having a knowledge uh, of cooking, how to cook, uh, make sure that your food that you're cooking and preparing is healthy and is being prepared and clean and prepared in a clean and proper environment. Uh, that you use gloves and everything you do. That you're not sick. Don't sneeze over the food and that kind of thing. But just prepare something. It's nothing to prepare a couple of cakes, take them to your job, and just tell everybody, you know, cut themselves a slice or prepare the slices yourself. There's no money involved. Or like I did, I took $500 and I bought some products. You know, things like that, very, very simple. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money. Um, my next purchase I did, I spent I like uh, $2,000 just to get me started, just to get my foot in the door to what I was, uh, to what I was doing. Um, are you going to, are you looking into uh, buying a franchise? The a franchise is the right or license granted to an individual or group to market uh, to market a company's goods or services in a particular territory, or a business granted such, or a business granted such as right or license. Are you maybe thinking about purchasing someone else's business? Now, if you do, I would say to do a lot of footwork. You know, find out why is it that they're leaving. Why is it that um, their uh, their business isn't doing so well? Is it the area? Uh, is it the the, the uh, merchandise that they're carrying? What is it? Don't just jump in and buy somebody else's business because you might be buying someone else's headache. But do some research first. Uh, do you have money? To start, as I was talking about earlier, do you have the funds to start? Uh, Some businesses, you don't need to have a whole lot of money. Some businesses, you're going to have to have a lot of money. Uh, Do you have an investor? Do you have, have you talked with your other family members? Now, you know that when you get investors, though, in a lot of situations, they're going to want to tell you, especially family members and friends, they're going to want to tell you how to run your business. So do you have an investor? Uh, are you looking at a grant? 
Uh, are you looking at a loan from the bank? I mean, there's so many different things that you have to consider. Uh, uh, you also need to find out where do you find investors. Also, is your business going to be a full business? Or is it going to be a part-time business? If it's going to be part-time, a lot of people will do such as like I did, where um, I did my business part-time, and I did, uh, and I worked full-time because I just could not afford to buy the product and everything that I needed and uh, not have a full-time job. So what I would do is I would invest back into my business. Now, if you're going to do it that way, uh, part-time business, full-time job, all of the money that you make in your business, put it back into your business. Buy more product, uh, do advertising, um, do whatever it is that you need to do to grow that business. So always put live off of your money for that you make on your job and re-put your money for your business back into your business because uh, you don't want to take that money that you make from your business and spend it on something else, and then you don't have any money to uh, further uh, grow your business. Um, what makes your idea or the thing that you want to do what makes it better than the business that someone else has that is existing right now? What would make me leave going to uh, one of the uh, one of the big time department stores like uh, Nordstrom's to go to a store like Walmart? Well, for one thing. Pricing is a big thing with uh, a lot of people like Walmart because of the pricing. Walmart is a one-stop shop. Everything you want is there, everything. You can buy movies there. You can buy electronics there. You can buy uh, your groceries there. You can buy your clothes there. You can buy um, um, uh, get your car fixed. There are so many different things that you can do at one that you can't do at the other. So what is going to make people uh, stop going to this place to come to your place? What are you going to do that's going to make people say, hmm, wow, I'm going to start going over here. Because I like what they offer over here. Uh, I love that other store that I was always going to, but uh, I'm going to start coming here. But then others who have lifelong customers, and then you open up something, and you tell everybody, come over to my place. And they come over there, and they're like, mm, yeah, well, okay. And then they they continue going back to where they have always gone. What? idea do you have that's going to make that's going to make your business stand out above everybody else's what are you going to do 
that's different? Is it is your customer service going to be better? I would tell you to visit all kinds of businesses like the one that you want to go into and just see what is it that they do. You know, what makes people go there? You know, take a survey if you have to. Uh, ask your friends is, um, if you're starting some kind of a business, and it's a, uh, and it's especially if it's a service type business, ask your friends. You know, um, what do you shop at? They'll tell you. Uh, what do you buy? And they'll tell you. And what would make you go and shop somewhere else? You know, other than uh, stay at that store. And they'll tell you. They'll be open and they'll be honest with you. Because right now it's all about savings and, and deals and all of this nature. People are looking for the for the one place that they, that they can go that they can go and they can get the best value for their money. So find out, decide, uh, check it out, do research, pray, and ask God. Give me an idea. That I can use You're not trying to put others out of business That's not why we go into business But we go into business uh, For ourselves To be a blessing uh, To our families As well as being A blessing to um, others My next question for you is What is your target area? Uh, the The demographics that you are after Or trying to reach, are you doing something that's just uh, involving men only? So you need to go to your city and you need to find out how many men live in that city. What is the uh, age range of the men that live in that city? Are you more so trying to reach the younger market, or are you trying to reach the middle market? Are you trying to reach the senior market? Are you trying to reach uh, the high-end business, uh, is your business more high-end than it is um, uh, middle? Or are you trying to help uh, those who don't make a lot of income? And so you're trying to make it easier for them, so you're doing, uh, uh, you don't carry the, the more expensive pieces, but you carry the inexpensive pieces, but you carry them at an affordable Price? Are you trying to reach women only? Are you trying to reach the youth? Are you trying to reach the young, the middle age, the, the seniors? Is there an income range uh, that you're looking at? Is there a particular area that you want to be in? Because in your area, you you also want to look at the crime in that area. If having a business uh, if I opened up a store in an area that's kind of known for crime, you know, am I going to have to have extra security? Am I going to have to have bars on my windows? Am I going to have to um, have uh, an alarm system built in? Uh, uh, you know, am I going to have to have a, a security person there all day long working with me? How am I supposed to, you know, what am I supposed to do? How do I um, uh, keep myself and my customers protected? 
Because if it is an area that's pretty well known for crime, customers aren't going to come. So you need to check out the area. What ethnic group are you trying to reach? Is it food that you're doing? Do you want to open up a restaurant or catering business? Well, even your customers can cook. So what's going to be different about your business? What's going to make them call you instead of uh, baking their own cake or making their own sweet potato pie? What's going to be different about you? So these are things that you want to, um, these are things that you want to uh, think about as uh, you go forth and you start your own uh, business. Right now I'm just going to uh, play a little musical selection because no matter what, this is still all based on Jesus Christ. As I told you earlier, um, God is the center and the source of everything that we do. Without him, there is no business for those of us especially who love God, for those of us especially who um, uh, we know that God's hand is upon our lives. So I just want to uh, play a song right now called uh, Faithful is Our God because God is truly, truly, truly faithful. Clap your hands, everybody. Come on.
says, faithful, faithful, faithful is our God. I'm reaping the harvest God promised me. Take back what the devil stole from me, and I rejoice today that I shall recover it all. Because you see, some of you may have gone into business, and maybe it did not work for you at that time. But you pray, and don't be afraid to step back out there and, and, and get back out into the water, get back out into the deep, and get back into uh, finding you a business venture, something that you know that you can do, something that um, that you have passion for, because that's the main thing, that whatever it is that you do, that you have passion for, because if you have that passion, I don't care what happens, you are not going to give up. I know that uh, it's been rough, you know, with my business because there are so many other um, uh, clothing businesses out there, people that have been in business for years, but I do what I do best. I sell me. And then if people can look at me and they see what I can do and, and they can trust me because I the one thing that I've always uh, believed in, I believe in honesty. I believe in being honest, total, complete honesty with my customers. And I have a passion for what I do. And I'm not going to say that it's been easy. I've gone to places. I do vendor shows. I do uh, special events. I do fashion shows. I do all kinds of things. And sometimes I don't make any money. And some, But I had to walk out of there with my head held high. And I said, you know what, Lord, this wasn't the, the time. This wasn't the place. But you know what, the next show I go to, I'm going to do better. And then I've gone to sh- some shows and some events and th- some things that I've done, and I was the top seller. So it just kind of depends. It's a uh, having your own business is an up and down type kind of a thing. You're not going to always have good days. Some days are going to be bad. Some days you're going to want to cry. Some days you're just going to want to sell everything. Some days you're just going to want to just say, I don't want to do this anymore, Lord. You know, Help me find something else. Give me a job. I I, I can't do this anymore. But the one thing that I will tell you is that you do not give up. If you have a good business idea, a good business venture, you stick with it because I guarantee you it is going to work. And if you keep praying, you keep uh, walking in faith, you keep believing God, you keep trusting God, your business will grow. Some of the greatest businesses that are up today that you're looking at now, they're all prosperous, uh, they had the hardest times getting started. I had to do some things differently. I couldn't keep doing things the way uh, that I was doing it because it wasn't getting me anywhere. So I had to add some things. I had to, to take some things away. I had to do something different. You know, I had a one-set idea, but sometimes you have to go in and say, okay, Lord, what do I need to change? What do I need to take out? What do I need to add that this business of mine will become a success? And this will get us to our sixth um, 
uh, topic that I want to talk about today. It is your business plan. And my question to you is, do you have a business plan? Uh, Your business plan is like your roadmap. It's your roadmap to success. Just like the Bible is the roadmap to the Christian. If we don't follow that roadmap and we veer off, it's going to take us sometimes to get back right on the right road to where we can walk in our success. Uh, you are going to have to have a business plan. You're going to have to um, uh, write you one, have someone write one for you. Uh, business plans do cost are a little costly. Uh, if you know how to write your own, that's good. You know, you might want to check the internet on how to write a business plan, or go to the library and get a book on it. But you do want to have a business plan. Even in the Bible, it says in Habakkuk 2 and 2, and this is what it says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables or tablets that he who may run, that he may run that readeth. What God is saying is that if you have an idea, write it down. And make it plain. That's that's your business plan. Or before you even do a business plan, just write down your vision. And you look at it because the scripture says, um, uh, write it upon the tables or tablets or in our day paper, that he may run that readeth. That once you've read your vision, that it will ignite in your spirit and you will run to do everything that you need to do to bring that vision to pass. You need to read your vision every day, and especially on those days when you feel like things are just not going right. And you need to see, have you made it uh, to where you said you were going to be in two years or where you said you were going to be in a year, or where you said you were going to be in six months. You need to read that business plan or read that vision so that you can know exactly where you are. Are you making the money that you said you wanted to make? Have you got the product that you said you wanted to have? Not having your um, uh business plan or having your blueprints or having uh, your vision can mean failure. If you're not looking at uh, your vision all the time or your your business plan all of the time, then uh, it can mean failure for you. You need to look at it so that you can see where you're going Have you gotten to where you said you wanted to be at yet? If you're not there, then maybe you need to rework your plan. But you need that business plan and or you need to write that vision down so that you have a guideline to follow that it can take you all the way to uh, success. And then there are several million small businesses in the United States. And about one million uh, that start 
each and every year. But there are just as many businesses that don't get started. And they don't get started for many reasons. One of them is finances. Uh, We don't have the finances. So then what you need to do is you need to pray, first of all, and ask God, where are the finances that I need to, um, where are the finances that I need to get started on what it is? Uh, The scripture says that God gives us power. I believe that's in Deuteronomy that he gives us power to get wealth. God knows where everything is that you need. You have to go to him, and then you need to research. And as you're researching, he will point out to you, try there, talk to them, go over here. And instead of you running nilly-willy all over the place, he can he can lead you and guide you to that one place that you need to go to to get exactly what it is you need. The economy. Uh, some say that this is a bad time to start a business. Others say that this is the best time to start a business because you're able to give the uh, the type of prices that people can afford. Uh, to pay during this time. Uh, as we were talking about earlier about Walmart, they are not suffering at all and uh, because their prices are right. People love uh, what they can get. They, they, they love how they can save a dollar there. Uh, they know that they can go there and, and, and get good pricing for whatever it is that they need. You can start a business now. You just need to know exactly what to do, how to uh, draw people to your business. But the one main reason why a lot of people do not start a business is because they walk in fear. The devil will tell you, oh, you can't do it. You don't have the money. Uh, These are hard times. Nobody's going to buy right now. Somebody is buying from somebody somewhere because none of the, all the stores in the world have not shut down. Uh, A lot of these stores are still up and running. They're buying from the wholesalers. The wholesalers are buying from the original vendor. The retailer is buying from the wholesaler. So uh, somebody has some money somewhere. They're just trying to be very, very careful about where they spend it, and they want to get value for their dollar. There are tons and tons of restaurants that have gone out of business, but if you look, McDonald's is still in business. Why? Because they 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 are giving people a value for their money. They can still go out and eat. It may not be one of the best, you know, there may not be a five-star restaurant, but they can still take their family out and eat. There are other uh uh, restaurants, buffet restaurants where people can go and it does not cost a whole lot of money to take the whole family out to eat. 
People still want to be able to enjoy their lifestyle, but they want to be able to enjoy their lifestyle where they get the most for their money. And so what happens is we get fearful. We listen to the media. We hear all kinds of things that are going on. Um, You know, life doesn't stop just because you're in fear. And you'll be stuck at that same old job, that same old job, that same old job from day in to day out. The reason why I'm quitting the job that I have, I'm, I, I just got to a point that I knew I no longer belonged there. It didn't feel right. It it wasn't what I wanted to do. It it felt I had to make myself go. I even found myself at times being rude to customers, which that's not me. But I just got to a point that I said, I can't handle this anymore. This is not for this is not for me. And I felt the door was closing but I just didn't want to leave because I was afraid to let go of that little itty-bitty paycheck I was getting every two weeks. And that paycheck was not giving me everything that I needed to take care of my household. It helped me pay one or two little tiny bills. It kept me, you know, where I could buy little small things for myself you know, or nothing major. So, but I was, I was being, I was being held up by a little paycheck every two weeks because the devil was telling me, "You're not going to make it. How can you make it on your own the way things are right now, the way the economy is?" And God's not going to bless you. How you know? Do you know how many people are out there looking for a job, and you're letting a job go? But see, you don't do anything without first talking to God. And that's what I did. I talked to God first, and the Spirit of the Lord began to deal with me, where I heard the Lord speak to me, and He told me, "You can leave your job." He said, all you have to do is trust me. And he told me that sometime last year. But I still held on to this little piece of a paycheck, you know. I still held on, no matter how they were running over me on the job, making me work the hours I didn't want to work, you know, all kinds of craziness, you know, things that I I was just, I, I just, I just wasn't feeling in my heart anymore. I, I I would just go to work and I was I'm just there. I I I I would make sales every now and then and and then other days because when I first started off I was the top seller there. One of the top sellers. I was in the uh the I was in the top. You know, I sold, I sold, I sold. I loved my job. But now it had be, it has become a burden to me. And it's not fulfilling me in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But when I go out and I do Lady Belovely fashions 
functions, when I go out and I, I do a fashion show or when I go out and I do a vendor event, I feel happy. I feel excited. Why? First of all, any money that I make is mine. Second of all, I'm doing it because I love it. And thirdly, I'm I'm being a blessing to other people with my prices, with what I sell, uh, with how I make them feel. Because when they leave my table, they leave my table smiling, not feeling like they you know they have to buy from me, but because they want to buy from me. And so this job has be- has become a hindrance to my life. And I know that now is the time for me to step aside and let it go. And yes, if someone else is looking for a job, then I have freed up a spot for someone who maybe doesn't have any, any ambition to to do anything on their own and this is all that they want to do. And God bless them because if this is what they want and this is what they need, then God will bless whoever that is that needs my position because that is no longer for me. But when uh, I felt like, I mean, the pressure, it was so much pressure on me because I'm doing my own business. I'm doing the radio uh, broadcast. I'm doing certain things at my church. And I began to just feel pressured. And I knew that I had to let something go. And I prayed about it. And I knew it was that I needed to let the job go. And the day that I talked about it, you know, I have a girl, real good girlfriend, and her and I talk about it all the time. And I just, you know, I I, I wanted to let go, but it was hard. And every time I, I thought about letting go of this job, my heart would beat real fast. I, I started getting knots in my stomach. I, I, I was like, oh, my God, you know, what am I going to do? I'm so used to getting a paycheck, no matter how little it is. But I was used to getting a paycheck. But then every day, you know, you guys got to get out there and you got to sell, 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 sell. Uh, uh, the boss isn't happy with the performance. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you're going to have to do this. If you don't do that, you may lose your, I mean, you know, just constant threatenings and all of this kind of thing. And I just had it. And I just said, Lord, I don't want to do this anymore. And I had this biggest knot in my stomach when I said, okay, Lord, I'm quitting. And now that I have turned in my resignation, I feel like the biggest burden has lifted off of my shoulder. And now I I see myself walking into my future, walking into my destiny, walking into my purpose, and I'm walking into a brand new opportunity in life for me. And that's what God has for some of you. He is trying to open up a door of opportunity for you. But you have allowed the spirit of fear to hold you back. The Bible says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 
God is not going to let you get out there and be out there by yourself. If you trust him, he will walk with you, and he will go through the whole process with you as long as you don't move in fear. Now, there is the fear that I'm going to get out here and work because I don't want to uh, fail and I don't want to be in poverty. But that fear where you never step out and you never get your feet wet, that's the fear that I'm talking about. The fear that causes you not to walk in your destiny. Madam C.J. Walker was the first, uh, 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 not only just the first black, but the first American self-made millionaire in the United States. This was a woman that started a business. She saw that African-American women did not have anything that could uh, make our hair beautiful because our hair was coarse and it was thick and it was kinky, but she wanted it to be soft and silky and 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 for their way for that we could style our hair differently. And so she invented product and she invented a styling uh iron and comb so that we could have beautiful straight silky coarse hair. And not only did she just make her own self a millionaire, but she also made other women rich because she did a business. She did the very first business where women went door to door selling beauty products. CJ, Madam CJ Walker did that for women that they could go out there because back in that time women weren't considered anything. They had to bow down to what their husband said. You know, they they couldn't vote, they couldn't do anything. And she gave not only African American women, but Caucasian women, women of all nationalities who wanted to have their own business. She gave them a way to be free financially that they could do something on their own. And so she 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 stepped away from fear. And she walked into an area that she knew nothing about. She walked into the business world that was basically meant for men. And she walked into that world. And she became a self-made millionaire. Multi-million dollar company she was the head of. And you can be the same. Don't allow fear and frustration to hold you back. Don't let fear and frustration keep you somewhere where you know that God is trying to release you from that place. Don't allow yourself to be stuck in the same old, same old same old all the time where you go there and you ritualistically do your job. You're not happy. You hate your job. You get to a point that, you know, you wish that you could do some bodily harm to some people. Pray about what to do. Ask God for an idea. 
If you've had an idea in you, bring that idea out. Step out on faith. Believe God. Trust God. You can do it. You can be whatever you want to be. You live in the greatest country in the world, the United States of America, where anybody can go from nothing to the very top. Look at our president of the United States. He went from having an African father and a Caucasian mother. He went, uh, his mother made sure that he was educated. He wasn't rich. He wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth. His, His mother and father divorced. He was raised sometime by his grandparents. He lived in Indonesia with his mother and his stepfather and his and his sister, and you know people would call him names and 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 say things about him, things that he didn't quite understand because he was a child, and he knew one side of his life, but <clears throat> excuse me, but when he became older, he had to go and discover the other side of who he was his his african uh american side and and as he did that. He, he he went to college and he he was educated and 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 thank God for his mother because she made sure that he got his studies. She didn't know at that time who she was raising. She didn't know that her son, she being a Caucasian mother, that her son would be the first African American president in this country. She didn't know. Uh, Michelle Obama's mom and dad, her father, never got a chance to see his daughter as first lady of this country. But he didn't know who he was raising. But this is a couple that they weren't born rich. They, They had to work for everything that they went after. But look where God has placed them. He is the head of the United States of America. And so you can be anything. I don't care if you're a young kid. There are kids right now out there selling lemonade and and selling cookies and and inventing video games and who are millionaires who are doing things with clothing and making bracelets. Little young 10 and 12 and 13-year-old entrepreneurs, you can be whatever you want to be. All you got to do is have ambition, have determination, have passion, have an idea, trust in God, and believe in yourself. You can become whatever it is that you want to be. See, I was adop- I was uh, an adopted child, and and uh, I had a great mom. My mother loved me with everything possible. My father and I, we didn't get along, and my father used to say all kinds of ugly things to me, ugly things about me that I wouldn't make it. I was nothing. I would be nothing. But I had a mother that counter acted against him, and she said, you don't listen to that. You are going to be somebody. And she instilled, uh, 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 like I said, a, um, 
a thing for clothing in me, a passion. I loved clothes. I loved going shopping. I loved looking nice. I loved having my hair done. I was a little prima donna. I was a little, now they call me the diva. I got I got a lot of diva up in me, you know. But I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. And a few years ago, uh, I was living in, uh, oh, where was it? In California. And um, I was praying, and I said, God, what is it that I can do in the secular world? I, I'm a minister of the gospel. Uh, I, I, I'm a singer, you know. And, and I knew that those were things that God had given me. But I knew that there was something else that I was called to do. I knew it. And I prayed about it. And God dropped one word in my spirit, and that word was close. That's all he said. And I didn't quite understand, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe I was supposed to go out and get a clothing job. You know, I didn't, I didn't quite understand. And I went to church, and that night, uh, a couple nights later, I went to church, and uh, one of our assistant pastor at that time um, called me up, and he said, uh, Sister Becky, he said, uh, he said, Pastor Becky, he said, uh, I have a word for you. He said, I don't understand what I'm seeing right now. He said, but I see you surrounded by beautiful clothes. He said, I see suits, I see shoes, I see hats, jewelry, handbag. He said, I don't understand what that means. And me and my dumb self, I had just got a credit card, and I'm like, oh, okay, shopping. You know, that God was going to bless me, you know, and I was going to go shopping. But then I said, no. And then I remembered back to what the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. And I said, Lord. Could it be? Are you going to give me a clothing business? And so I didn't think any more about it. And one of my friends and I were talking on the phone, and she told me. uh, I told her uh, about, you know, what the Spirit of the Lord had spoke to me. And then I told her about what uh, the assistant pastor had ministered to me. And she said, oh, my God. She said, Becky. She said, I had a dream about you the other night. And she said, I saw you. You took me into your home, and you took me to a little back room, and she said, your room was was set up like a little boutique. She said, you had beautiful dresses, shoes, hats, same thing that the other pastor, the, that our assistant pastor had seen. And I was like, wow. And I began to praise and thank God. And um, a year or two later, I still had not. Uh, acted on it. Uh, I went to a Christian business seminar, and there's hundreds of people in the seminar, and he points me out. He said, ma'am, would you stand up? And he looked at me, and he said, I don't know what this means. He says, but I see you with a clothing business. And immediately, you know, my hands go up, and I begin to shout and praise the Lord. He said, calm down, let me finish. And he told me, he said, I don't just see you with one store. I see you with several stores. And I'm like, wow. You know, but I still didn't start because 
I, there were still more things that I needed to learn about the clothing business. I had not ever been a manager, and so God took me into the management uh, field of being in the clothing business. So, you know, I had my own stores, and I was assistant manager, and I was co-manager, and you know, in, in several different stores. And um, now I work for a jewelry company, and I was a manager of one of their stores. And um, so God let me put a lot of experience up under my belt. And a few years ago here, when I moved to Dallas, I was at uh, our church's women's conference, and they had all the entrepreneurs to stand. And although I was the closest to her, she started on the other end of the room, and everybody began to say, you know, give their name, what their business was. I was the last person, and I said what my name, and then I, I said I have my own clothing business. And she, she spoke to me, and she said, where is your store? And not understanding, you know, what she was saying, I said, well, I have a vendor's booth out there. She said, no, where is your store? And I said, well, I don't have a store right now. And she said, you need to find you a store. She said, because not only are you going to have one store, you're going to have several. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And so I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that what I'm doing is God-ordained. And this is why the enemy is trying to hold me back from starting out and doing what God has called me to do. Because, see, this little itty-bitty paycheck, I'm not going to miss it because God is going to begin to do great and mighty things in my life, not only financially but spiritually. I see God opening doors. And it can be the same for you. It can be the same for you. God wants you to step out on his word. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to believe him. That that thing that he has dropped in your spirit, he dropped it there. He placed it in your heart. He says that he will, he gives you the desires of your heart. God placed that desire there for you to trust him, for you to believe him, for you to depend on him, and for you to kick fear to the curb. Fear is not your partner. God is your partner. And he'll take you to places that you will have never imagined that you could go to. And so my featured business today, until others want to come on the air and be interviewed and I can feature their business, my featured business is Lady Belovely Fashions. And at Lady Belovely Fashions, I do offer affordable pricing, affordable. Uh, You can go to my website, Lady B. Lovely Fashions dot webs w e b s dot com. I have some few of my items on there: um, handbags, clothing, and uh, jewelry. And uh, I, uh, you can order online or you can call me. My uh, my phone number is on the uh, website. And uh, we can do an order over the phone. 
or you can order from my website through PayPal. So you can use your credit card to order through PayPal with Lady Be Lovely Fashions. Um, I've been in business now since about 2004, and um, I've been in the the uh, retail business for well over 30 years, so there's nothing that I don't know anything about. You can always call me. I, I can do um, church suits. I can do... Um, uh, usher suits, choir suits, anything that you might need, I can pretty much get for you. Now, um, Lady Be Lovely right now is, uh, I'm doing a lot sale. And I only have one lot that I'm selling. And so uh, if you have a desire to start your own clothing business, Lady B. Lovely Fashions wants to help. We are selling some of our last season merchandise, which is a lot of 25 sets of suits. We are selling one lot only, so first comes gets the merchandise. This lot that I'm selling, it includes some church suits, some business suits, some denim suits or denim sets, I have some evening suits, some capri sets, and some uh, some casual wear. Now, these are all new pieces. Now, some of the items have been tried on only, you know, as um, I've had customers to try them on, but they've never been, like, worn out anywhere or worn for a long period of time. And none of these items have been purchased and then returned, so they are all still brand-new pieces. They are stylish, and they're classical pieces. They are assorted sizes from all the way up from small to 3X because Lady Be Lovely does uh, go up to a size uh, 32, uh, and we start at a size 4. We have uh, various colors in this in this lot. Uh, photos can be emailed to you, and this could be a great start to a, any home-based business that wants to start out in a clothing business. Now, the price I'm asking uh, for this lot is $1,400 without the hangers and $1,500 with the hangers. And if you are interested in looking at these, uh, please email me at Lady B, like Lady B boy, like like boy, Lady B Lovely. That will be L V L Y Fashion. Uh, do not put an S at the end of fashion at aol dot com. That's Lady B, like boy, Lovely, uh, L V L Y Fashion F A S H I O N at AOL dot com. And this would be a great way for you to um, start up your own business. Uh, clothing always sells. Uh, you can keep the, the prices affordable. Um, there are some beautiful pieces in there. You'll be pleased with what you with what you see. Uh, they're all in in uh, plastic bags, so it would be a blessing uh, for anyone that's looking 
to um, start up their own business. Also, uh, I I, uh, have my show every Sunday night on blogtalkradio.com slash a word from God where I sometimes have in... um, where I sometimes have in special guests. Uh, Sometimes I just share the word of God on my own. Uh, I would love for you to uh, tune in on Sunday nights at 7.30 uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, God has really been blessing uh, a word from God. It has been an honor to... um, do this show every Sunday night. Now God is taking me into uh, the daytime uh, arena. On Tuesday, I'm sorry, on Mondays and Fridays, we're just basically playing relaxing music, praise and worship music. Uh, we will give you a thought for today. My next show is this Friday morning at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, we're going to be just talking about being refreshed. And we try to just uh, play music that is just going to put you in a mood to be intimate with God, to worship God, to love God, to know that everything you need, everything you want is in Christ Jesus. Whatever you're looking for, whatever you're looking for, you can find it in Christ. I want you to know today that God loves you. God loves you with everything he possibly can love you. And I just want to pray for you right now. And I want you to, um, for those of you that have a business, for those of you that want a business, I just want to pray God's blessing over you. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all of our business owners. I just pray, Father God, that you bring in the clientele that they need. I pray, Lord God, that you will bless them in such a way, Father God, that they are just not going to be able to understand how all of these blessings came upon them. Lord God, I call in the clientele from the north, the south, the east, and the west. I pray, Lord God, for the finances that they might need, oh God, to bless their businesses with. Lord God, I pray that you give them ideas and witty inventions, Lord God. You said that you give us power to get wealth, oh God. And I just thank you, Father God, for what you are doing in the lives of each and every business owner up under the sound of our voice. And then, Father God, for those that are looking to start their own business, I first of all find the spirit of fear. And, Father God, I pray that you give them an idea. I pray that you show them, oh God, everything that they need. Give them all the tools, everything that they need. The finances, Father God, the equipment, Father God, the product, whatever it might be, oh God, that they might need, I pray that you bless them with it now. I decree a blessing over every business owner, Father God, that will be up under the sound of my voice. I glorify you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for this time. 
I thank you, Lord God, that even though we're up under economic problems, that it will not hinder these Everybody business owners in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. So I want to thank you for joining us this morning. I pray that you learn something special about starting your own business. I'm going to tell you to step out in faith. Believe God. Psalms 37 and 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. 3 John 1 and 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. And I want to say bless you all as we go out today uh, with the song, Bless Me. I dedicate this song to each and every business owner and those of you that are desiring to start your own business. God bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Enjoy the song. Hallelujah.
I dare you to lose your mind for increase. Increase, increase. Increase. Increase, increase. Just touch two people say increase. Increase. Tell somebody say increase, increase. 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 